like being in a dark room, Christy, and doing this. Like you don't know how close you are to the walls. You guys, you could be right there. You could be right there next to a breakthrough. And we, we say on the custom program, we give people a couple of different options on when they can expect to hit goal weight. And it's always, it's just, it's baffling to me how someone wants it so bad. They want to be free from slavery so bad. We give them that freedom and they still want to go back. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and with Carrie Thompson here. So happy to have you with me today. I'm excited. This is a good one. I say it every time. I know, but this really is a good one. Okay. I say it too. I do the same thing. I'm always like, I'm really excited about today's episode. Are you ever not excited? I got to tell you though, some, uh, some things come out, some podcasts come out. I'm not as excited about them as others. I agree, Christy. Some topics, it's sort of like when I was in graduate school, writing some papers was painful. It was like stepping through mud. Like we know we have to talk about this. I just got to write about the nursing process, but I don't want to. And then there are things that you and I talk about that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Just some get me fired up and some don't, but it, it's always amazing what resonates with people and what doesn't. Everybody gets, they all kind of uh, take a different piece of things and they use it. And that's what we're here for. We're here to just give you content and hopefully it keeps you on the straight and narrow. And speaking of the straight and narrow, I guess that'd be a decent segue. We're, I don't know what I'm going to name this podcast yet. I'll, I'll have a name for it, obviously, by the time you guys see it, but we're talking about the Bible in Deuteronomy, I believe. The Israelites, Moses was God. God was leading them to the promised land. Okay, now Carrie and I, can I just tell you, Carrie and I love Jesus. We were raised in church and we have been loving Jesus for as long as we can remember. And we believe the Bible. And that's okay if you don't believe the Bible. If don't turn this podcast off just because you might not believe the Bible. It's still a really good message that we're going to turn around. But I love I love the Bible. I love the Bible stories. I think they're really cool. So we're talking about, the Israelites being led to the promised land, which was an 11 day journey that took them 40 years. Now you think about that. And those of us think looking back and why, why did it take them 40 years? Cause they're grumbling and complaining because they had a bad attitude. And so God led them around and around because they couldn't quite get their attitude right to take the promised land, 11 day journey, 40 years. And so when we all think about that, we're like, what the heck? I can't believe this took 40 years. Why couldn't they get their attitude straight? But I want to ask you, what has happened in your life that could have been an 11 day journey, but it's taken you 40 years? I agree with you hundred percent. And I, I think back to that story, Christine, I think back to what really happened was that 
Moses was just a common person and he was raised by Pharaoh and then left, you know, when he realized that he was adopted and he went back before Pharaoh to ask for his people, which he didn't previously even know were his people to be released. Can you please let my people go? Can you please? So on behalf of the Israelites that were slaves, to Pharaoh because Pharaoh was having them help build and do all that stuff. And they had to make bricks and all this terrible for many generations. He asked for them to be set free. So Moses went on behalf to ask for them to be set free. And then after they got out, all they did was complain and complain and complain. You would think they'd be so excited about being free. You think they would be so excited about having a journey. We see people like this every day, Christy, every day. Yeah. I mean, they even asked, uh, the Bible talks about, they even said, just let us go back to Pharaoh. Like, mm -hmm. like just, we'll just go back into captivity, you know? And we do, we see people like this all the time that are begging to come onto the, they, they want to take their life back. You know, they're begging. They just, well, I'll do anything. I mean, Carrie and I both get Instagram messages every day and mm -hmm. I definitely get, a lot that of people that, that say, I'll do anything, I'll do anything, but they won't even do the basics. So, or they really felt that way in the beginning. And then of course, now that they're into their weight loss journey, they forgot what it felt like to be that. And, you know, I thought a lot about this since you and I said that we were going to talk about this. I've thought a lot about the subject and I've thought about why is it that people have the Israelite experience? Why do they have the Israelite experience? And you know, Christy, I think sometimes it's more comfortable to go back and be Pharaoh's slaves, even though you're a slave, because you know that life, just like staying heavy. I know that life. I know I'm going to wear black baggy clothes. I know I have to go to Lane Bryant. I know that I'm going to stand in the back of the photographs. I know that I am going to not do anything. I'm not going to get on the zip line. I'm going to have to ask for a seatbelt extender. Those things are known to us, just like being feral slaves. They knew, they knew that they had to produce a certain amount of bricks every day, or they would be in trouble. They had to haul so much. They had to build so much. They had, they were in captivity, but it was known. It wasn't an unknown. Well, when you come out of that, when you decide you're going to lose weight, when you decide you're going to take your life back, when you decide you're going to leave Pharaoh and go into the desert, it's unknown. And I think it's the fear of unknown. Christy, people lose weight on our program and they go to buy clothes and it's, it's an upsetting experience for them because they aren't used to having clothes like fit their body. And that's just like, it's almost like they want to go back where they were because it's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, we hear of, and I, I hope this is not too vulgar when I say this, but we have, we hear of certain people who lose weight and their spouses now don't want to have intimacy with them because it's just too unknown. It's too weird. It's too, it's not the person that they've been, that they've loved for the last 30 years. Yeah. It's a, it's a person that doesn't have type two diabetes anymore. It's a person that's right. going to live a long time. And this is, this person is really happy, but the spouse is not comfortable with them. And it's, it's always funny to me when you, oh, you hit the nail on the head with the unknown, because there are times when you are going through your weight loss journey, you might lose some friends. Yeah. You know, Joyce Meyer talks about being asked to leave her church when God called her to be into ministry. Women didn't do that back in the seventies. And she was asked to leave her church. She talks about how God told her to put her 
grocery cart away in the little grocery cart spot in the, in the parking lot for two years. She refused to put her grocery cart. She left it wherever, wherever her parking spot was. And he said, I mean, she said, I would not be standing in front of you today in front of 50,000 people in having the largest worldwide ministry. If I had not mastered, if I had not gotten that, that down, that part about putting my grocery cart away. So it's, it's just amazing that there are a lot of uncomfortable things you're going to go through when you take your life back and losing friends could be one of them. And that's a hard thing because if your friends are all doing margarita Mondays and, and taco Tuesdays and they're heavy drinkers and maybe you used to be, well, drinking and weight loss don't mix. And so it might, you might have to distance yourself from those people that value those things. And we, we talk about this. We talk about this very concept that things are going to change. And one thing I just heard somebody on the code red life page, which is a page that we have for people that have finished a challenge or purchased a custom program. It's kind of just like a, a melting pot of everybody in code red once they're a part of the family. And uh, someone was saying, I went to the dressing room to try on clothes, but because my skin is saggier now that I've lost some weight, I'm a smaller size. I'm almost more discouraged. And Christy, that made me sad, but I did understand that. I really did. It made sense to me. You would be more discouraged because if you have a fluffy body, if you're carrying around a 50 extra pounds, you know exactly what that looks like. You know what clothes to wear. You know how to hide. You understand how to camouflage. Well, now if that size 20 doesn't fit you and you got to go buy a size 16, that's a whole new world. That's not plus size. That's not black. That fits. It's a whole new world. And they were so discouraged, Christy. It broke my heart. I felt so terrible for them. And everyone, I could see someone from the outside being like, but you're not a slave. Yeah, but that was comfortable. Do you remember back when you, I know you do, so I'm, I'm asking it the wrong way, but will you tell us the story about your turning point and how your turning point wasn't someone else's turning point? The lady in church that, yep. that you was losing weight and you, you can tell the right. story. So I was living in McCall, Idaho at the time, and there was a gal named Joyce who went to our church and she was very tall. I, you know, Christy and I are five, seven. I remember thinking that she must've been like 507. I don't know. She was just very <laughs> tall to me and she had this beautiful gray hair. I'll never forget it. And I was young and I had young kids, like less than one and two. So, you know, this has been a while ago, y'all. And she had lost weight doing, you know, WW and she went to the meetings. I tried it, whatever. I had the little booklet, you know, I filled it out every week and, um, I was kind of angry with her and I looked at her. It wasn't, she was very wonderful, but I had that moment of, you guys know what I'm talking about. Those of you that have been heavy or are heavy, it's almost like you're aggravated. Like, well, what are you doing? It's almost like you want to know, like, well, did you have surgery? Are you taking fin fin? You know, that's almost like you're suspicious of their success. And she said, you know, I did this program and I was like, oh, and she looked at me and she put her hand on my shoulder and she said, Carrie, maybe it's just not your time. And I was so aggravated by that. I went to the meetings. I, this, I, that I wanted to prove her wrong so badly, but Christy, it just wasn't my time. And I think that perfectly relates to the Israelites. And a lot of you guys are listening to us. You have gone around the same mountain and that's what that whole thing. I can't believe I forgot to silence my phone. It's like, it's like video recording one-on-one. I know. Some of <laughs> I you didn't guys, hear it. Oh, okay. Good. Maybe yeah, my okay. microphone didn't pick it up. 
And some of you guys have gone around the same mountain over and over and over and over. So Carrie had gone around it, I think for maybe, I think your kids were 10 when you finally decided to try to start losing right, weight or, right. you know, mm-hmm. so it had been 10 years of being overweight. So, but how many times have you guys gone around yes. that same mountain? And, and believe me, yes. I mean, I'm still going around the same mountain of other things. And so just cause I'm not battling with my weight, the way you guys are, doesn't mean I'm not battling something. So I'm not passing judgment on you. And what's interesting is it could be that Christy's going around the mountain about five pounds, just like I always, one time, one of my kids said to me after I'd lost the weight, mom, I feel like you're always trying to lose five pounds. I was like, yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of always trying to lose five pounds. I'm just never quite happy. You know, I'm, but it is true. It could be relationships. Maybe you've gone around the mountain. Maybe your picker is broken and you keep picking the wrong significant others. I won't say guys today, we were at a store and there were a bunch of rowdy boys there. And Amory goes, Oh boys. And I thought, yeah, well, that doesn't change. <laughs> so, <laughs> they were acting crazy and being silly, but it just, I was like, uh. but it is true. I mean, I, you know, maybe your picker is broken and you just keep going around the mountain of picking people who don't value you picking people who you think are going to make you whole when you need to be whole yourself and be happy yourself. And I think that it's, it could be money. Maybe you pay off all your credit cards and then you get yourself back in debt and then you pay off all your credit cards. I mean, that was a mountain that I went around with Brandon. when We first got married and we have not gone around it again. We learned our lesson, man, no 40 years in the desert for us, but we all struggle. Yours could be a hundred pounds, but it could be that I struggle with self-confidence. I, you know, it, it, everyone's mountain is different. And to the point that you made on Instagram here the other day, just because you have only five pounds that you struggle with doesn't make it insignificant. It's the same right. struggle. And a person with 100 pounds can't possibly wrap their head around this. And that, But it's not fair to say, oh, it's only five pounds. It doesn't matter. But I've been out here for 40 years in the desert over this five pounds. Yes. What you're battling doesn't make you any less of a slave because here's the key concept guys. When we allow ourselves to wander in the desert and we think it's going to be better, we forget the slavery we were in. We forget the bondage that thing had on our life. We want to go back to that. I'll never forget our auntie that lost weight on this program. And she was struggling. And I said, tell me what you're doing. And she said, well, where do I go? Do I gain the 80 pounds back? In fact, she said, do I just get fat again? And I went, well, what's my alternative? And I went, yeah, what's your alternative? So what's your alternative? You go back into debt. You go back under Pharaoh. Who's going to treat you worse. You go back to being heavy. You go back to that size 24. You have to keep moving forward to free yourself from the slavery. It's all slavery guys. It's all slavery. I mean, don't be fooled by our beautiful appearances. It's we have our own battles too. And we have to step out from underneath our own Pharaoh, whatever that looks like for us. And we have to go around the mountain. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Moses didn't end up bringing him into the promised land. Didn't Aaron bring him into the promised land? Oh, shoot. Somebody Google that. No, (laughs) I I should have checked that. But I want to make a comparison with this because dad is scary. (laughs) Hey, dad, it's scary. We have a question. (laughs) Hey, dad, can you open your Bible? Real quick, we're podcasting. Can you open up your Bible to Deuteronomy? (laughs) Turn with me in the Bible to Deuteronomy. (laughs) 
Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. Sorry. Natasha, <laughs> Natasha said, and I'm, I actually took notes. We had a, um, a, a great phone call this morning and she says, uh, you, Christy, I was struggling because my Rebel for Life VIPers weren't quite aren't quite on track like I think they should be. And I really take this. Uh, yeah, they're going around the mountain over and over. And some of them on are, are on year two of their membership. So they should have lost their weight a year and a half ago. And she said, right. Christy, you don't get to pick the winners and loser. She said the law of gestation. She says you may be around to see the fruit of your labor it, or you may not. You may be around to watch them come into the promised land, or you may not. A lot of those Israelites didn't get to see the promised land. They died. You know, the whole, the whole, like the, I think the serpents that came into the camp one time and like killed like 20,000 of them. All, all our Bible people are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, you know, you, I might not get to, but I'm planting the seed. And I'm leading them there just like Moses didn't get to see him go into the promised land. But Aaron did, if I'm right. You know, do you right. kind of see where I'm going with this? I absolutely do. And I think that I think back to the missionaries, Chrissy, that have been all over the world and the people that have, you know, like just if you think of Joyce Meyer, if you think of somebody that's done good in our world, I mean, let's take Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, let's think about the things that he put out into our society and the changes because of that, but that he never got to see come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Abraham Lincoln assassinated. He never got to see his work with slavery, you know, and, and all the hard work. He never got to see that come around. So many people have been faithful to plant the seed, have been faithful to take people out of the land, have been faithful to lead people. You know, it could have been Christy, that freaking Richard Simmons with deal a meal planted the seed in 74 and you Christy, you get to reap the harvest right? because he was faithful and, and what a great guy. He's still around somewhere, but, um, you know, he planted the healthy eating ideas, you know, the ideas about being balanced in what you're taking in, not being crazy and do crazy diets. I love, he did, you know, for his time, he had some good ideas and the idea about moving your body, having fun at it. And so Maybe he planted that seed in somebody that you're reaping the harvest on right now. You know, I cut on Weight Watchers a lot, and I uh, I've done a ton of videos on the problems that I have with Weight Watchers. But but Weight Watchers has some things figured out, and Weight Watchers pioneered mm -hmm. the meetings. They are the ones that that started the whole accountability factor that is that key missing component in so many weight loss programs that that code red has figured out but i took that when i created code red and i and i i put in of course you have to have a plan you have to have a, an accountability component and you have to have a reward system and of course community is the number one key component when it comes to losing your weight and keep it off studies have proven this and weight watchers was one of the first company to really pioneer this whole thing they meet every friday i don't agree with meeting at the afternoons, I don't agree with weighing yourself and then going out for Mexican food afterwards. I don't agree with all that, but I appreciate the fact that they did pioneer that. And I took that concept from them and kept it going. I agree with you. And I'll never forget being a heavy nurse and taking my little Weight Watchers booklet in every, and then it weighing in the afternoon, dear God, like I weighed the other morning. And I literally went into the doctors and weighed fully clothed with my shoes on. I was like, whatever. Like, I don't even care what it says. And it was like eight pounds different. So, yeah. and I, I don't even care. I just looked at the girl, like, look at me. Do I look like, I, mean, I just, 
I'm fine. Obviously I'm healthy, but um, it's, it's very interesting. Christy, I wonder just to kind of unpack this. Do you think that the children of Israel knew that they were only 11 days from the promised land? I don't think they did. Wow. I mean, did they realize it's like the people on your program, Christy, that aren't doing what they're supposed to. I mean, I could name 15 right off the top of my head. The coaches, our coaches could name these people that just keep, just keep yep. screwing around and screwing and self-sabotage and self-sabotage and grumble and complain and excuse. Do they know how close they could be to goal weight? Mm. And not even being goal weight, but being let's being healthy. Let's taking our life back. Do they know how close they could be just another 10 pounds for maybe getting rid of that medication? Mm-hmm. Just another maybe... 20 pounds from being able to reduce their insulin intake. Mm. Do they know how close to the children of Israel know that they were only 11 days away when they complained about water and Moses had to get uh, water out of the rock when they complained and about food manna. and they manna. got tired of manna. They got tired of manna. You can't what? even eat bread on code red. I'm just saying if I was in the desert, <laughs> I'd be like, that is just fine. Meat and bread. That is. Thank you, Jesus. That is that. Yes. I will take it every day. So I wonder if they knew how close the promised land. And those of you that are listening right, right now, how close is your promised land? Like, are you right on the edge of a breakthrough? Are you right on the edge of the promised land? Is it time to send out scouts to the walls of Jericho? Is it time? Is it time? Are you this close and you don't know? It's like being in a dark room, Christy, and doing this. Like you don't know how close you are to the walls. You guys, you could be right there. You could be right there next to a breakthrough. And we, we say on the custom program, we give people a couple of different options on when they can expect to hit goal weight. And it's always, it's just, it's baffling to me how someone wants it so bad. They want to be free from slavery so bad, we give them that freedom and they still want to go back to slavery and they continue to go back and we we free them again and they go back and we free them again. How many times have people contacted you and contacted me and we work them out of a a problem? We we hold their hand and we love them through it and our coaches and we're like, okay, let's detox again. You're going to be okay. Throw away those Oreos. You're going to be all right. Let's do this again. And they go back over and over and over into slavery and we, I just, I, you know, I say May 23rd, that's your goal date. If you stick to this, you know, September 19th is your goal date. If you stick to it and they just, they can't see it or they don't care, I guess. Yeah. It's like, um, it's sort of, it reminds me, Christy, of people that are getting sober from drugs or alcohol. It's the same thing. Like, you know, we've had family members that have struggled with this over the year and we have seen, they go to, you know, they get into a program, they go back. And then one time, Christy, it just sticks. And their whole life has changed. I have seen people. It was their time. They came to Code Red. And I am telling you what, how much weight did Abby Acuff lose? 192 pounds. 192 pounds. How many times do you think Code Red senior leader, leader, Abby, I'm talking to you, Abby, you know, I love you. How many times do you think she went around her mountain before finally you're right? 161. Sorry. I just remembered. (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was like the 160s. Uh, I saw one of her videos the other day. What a wonderful person, but she, how many times if I, if she were sitting right here, Christy, I would say children of Israelite, 
How many times did you go around the mountain? And she would say, Carrie, I did this. I did that. I thought about weight loss surgery. I thought about Fin Fin. I tried throwing up my food and I'm making that up. I don't know what she did, but I'm guessing because I was fat as well. So I know what we all do. I tried the lemon and cayenne pepper. I tried the cabbage soup diet. And then one day, Christy, she crossed over. She saw the light. She drew her line in the sand. She said, I am getting out of this desert. And she made a decision and it clicked. And she just powered through and lost the weight. And I've seen so many people, you're like, how do they grind so hard? How, and they, they don't look back. They don't look to the left. They don't look to the right. They don't look behind them. They just lose the weight. And I am always like, I'm just shocked at these people. Because they grind for a long time. I mean, Beth Arrington lost 192 pounds. Carrie Carter is at 206 206 pounds down. I mean, it's it's amazing to me. Those guys have not faltered. They have not wavered. I mean, that is someone who is dedicated and people who who are in it to win it. And they they but it, up until that point, up yep. until that point, they went around the mountain. They were trapped in the desert, trapped in the desert, trapped in the desert. And they finally said, all right, that's it. I want to see the promised land. And even smaller weight losses. Uh, you know, I think about Andrea Dell. I think about Jade, uh, our coach Jade with her and, and Kristen Small with their crippling psoriatic arthritis. And they went around the mountain of medication and around the mountain. And they made that decision. And I'm telling you, you could not convince either of those girls because they were in such debilitating pain to go back to where they were. You could not convince either of them. They will never be slaves to psoriatic arthritis again. They will never be slaves to that horrible injectable medication that we all know. Ah, it's a, you know, autoimmune. It's a suppressant to try to get your body to quit killing itself. Those girls will never go back. They understood the slavery. They could clearly see what it was. And they were able to step back and say, I don't want to go back to Pharaoh, even though it's known, I don't want to go back to Pharaoh. And I, I, my buttons just ping, ping, ping burst with pride over these rebels that I have and, and not just weight guys, other things, but this is just the example. These are the examples we have. We know that there are so many people listening right now who are struggling with this, who, who want to go back to Pharaoh or you don't want to yeah. go back to Pharaoh, but you do because yeah. that's all, you know. You know, that you are more comfortable with the Oreos, that you're more comfortable with the wine, that you're more comfortable with karma macchiatos and cake pops, that you're more comfortable with with uh, Fruit Loop cereal than you are with doing the hard thing. And can I tell you, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, maybe you've already been on Code Red and maybe you haven't tried it. But can I tell you, there really is hope if you follow the plan, if you follow the plan, you got to clean out those covers, guys. Because yeah. it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you will be triggered. I tell you, if I had Fruit Loops in my cupboard right now, I'd go straight towards them. I mean, I just, like, I just, I tell you, recovering drug addicts don't keep, yeah, drugs in their, in their cupboard. And we don't keep sugar in our house. It's one of the things. There is hope for you. But stop and think long and hard about how many times what you're struggling with and you're just on this merry-go-round that you could, you could hop off. There's, you, have, you have more power than what you think. You can do harder things than what you think you can, right, Christy? Remember when Christy talked to me for years? I got to this is an example. We don't believe that exercise is the uh, is the how you lose weight. Okay, so you all know that. 
So those of you that are new, that's not what I'm saying. After I had lost my weight, I had lost my weight for many years. And Christy kept saying, you need to start exercising. You need to start exercising. You need to start exercising. And guys, it was not my time. I ignored her. I teased. We would go on a hike and I would lean over and go, I mean, I would act like I was going to die. I made fun of her. It was the butt of Christy was the butt of many jokes for many years. And what happened, Christy? It clicked one day. It It just clicked and it was my time. And I don't think I've missed a handful of days since almost three years. Uh, I've been going to the gym faithfully, you know, and, and it just clicked Christy. I was tired of going around the mountain where I was aching every morning and exhausted and out of breath, just walking out to my animals. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was time to get strong so I could deal with my life. And Christy was right. Christy was right from the beginning, but I didn't listen until I was tired of going around the mountain. You were in your forties. And so you had gone around the mountain for a good 20 years of fighting it when it could have you know, then I mean, yeah, totally. And, and it's just, it's amazing. I was pretty much broke and poor until my 40th birthday until I met Natasha and she helped me restructure code red to where code red could start making money. And I had such a lack mentality. And I always viewed myself as poor. I had very much, I had a poor person's mindset on a lot of things and I battled it, battled it, battled it, battled it, and finally got control of it. And I don't think of myself that way anymore. And so it's funny, Carrie hit the nail on the head earlier saying, hey, listen, we all got our battles. And just because it might be 100 pounds versus 12 pounds doesn't mean it's, it's, it's a more difficult of a battle. In fact, the people that win our challenges, sis, they're not the 300 pounders. They're not the oh. 250 pounders. It's the person who wants it the most. Yep. And yep. I, I'm always amazed. It's a person who went from 160 down to 148, you know, and in that 30 days or something. And it's like they, they just they're they're ones that wanted. They were sick of going around the mountains. They're sick of being a slave, right? And they can clearly see the past for what it is, which is, which is being caught in a web of lies. And until you can really see that, you start going, oh, Vera's a good guy. We'll just go talk to him. Maybe he'll let us have our old hut back. I'm making this up guys, but you know, maybe, you know, it's just, if I could just sit and have coffee and Oreos, I think I would feel better. And then I'll start my diet on Monday. Mm. Those are people that just want to dip their toe in the sand and then pull it back and dip their toe in the sand and pull it back and dip their toe in the sand and pull it back. And it, it just, you know, until, until it's your time, just like Joyce said, when I was so many years ago, I mean, this has been like 30 years ago. Well, not quite that many. How old are my children? 20 years ago. That's yeah, fair. <laughs> I had to do some quick math there. Um, but, uh, and it, it wasn't my time. So it may not be your time, but rebels, when it's your time, watch out because when somebody's ready, you can't stop that person. You cannot stop them. In boxing, we always said you never underestimate someone who's got nothing to lose. And I have gone oh. up against girls who literally are fighting for their dinner. And you, you don't want to. I've seen the most determined rebels I've ever in their They're usually their coaches because that those are the, we, we pick that we pick the best of the best for coaches. And man, you don't want to get in, in the way of somebody who has had it up to here. And they are ready to see that promised land and they can smell the milk and honey Yep. and they don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And you don't get out of their way because they are cruising. They're cruising. And uh, same thing with a uh, fighting. I remember looking across the ring at a couple of girls, you know, a couple of my fights and they were like, I had one girl that was literally foaming at the mouth. She wanted at me so bad. She was 
just absolutely. And I was like, dear God, what have I gotten myself into? Never underestimate someone who's got it in their heart because you don't know what's in someone's heart. And it all boils down to what's in someone's heart. And don't ever underestimate your opponent either. Like you think someone looks sweet and they're smiling. Shoot. When they get in the ring, they turn into a different person. And that's what someone feels about their weight loss. A lot of people get super focused and they're like, don't touch mommy's water. That's measured out. Don't touch mommy's celery and, and nut butter. That's measured out. Like they are really militant. And that's someone who can smell the milk and honey. They're ready. They are ready. I was thinking of uh, Alicia Pilak, Christy. Mm-hmm. One, uh, our, she's uh, Christy's employee, plus she's also a friend and she's a Code Red certified coach. And I'll never forget, I mean, Christy, because she was on the page that I coached way back, OG Code Red. And she didn't miss a week. She didn't gain. She didn't mess around. No excuses, no whining. Her skin got really saggy. She didn't complain. Her face shape changed. She didn't whine. She just tucked that extra skin in and kept going, man. I'm telling you, like, no complaints, no excuses, just get it done. And I was, we were talking about that the other day. And I was like, wow, I have forgotten how well she did just every week in the top, just losing, 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 losing. She was ready. She was tired of going around the mountain. And I, I respect that. 121 pounds for Leisha. And you look at Kristen Small, Coach Kristen Small, 135 pounds in eight months. Boy, that's someone who didn't mind eating the manna. No, she told me the other day, she's like, I just don't really care if I eat. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but you got to realize when you're as sick as Kristen Small, yeah. Kristen had, like we talked about, debilitating psoriatic arthritis. When you're that sick and you can't move and you can't, and there are no other medication options for you and you get so much better. It's so life-changing. It's not about the weight. It's about being able to live your life and function. And so for those people that were so sick, I mean, you know, when I lost the weight, I didn't have comorbidities because I was so young. Um, you know, if I had let myself get to be 50, 60 and still hundred pounds overweight, I'm going to have comorbidities. And I still have some of the residual issues, but I ain't got psoriatic arthritis. I mean, that was horrible for those people. When you walk and you see that kind of death, that kind of horrible destruction, you don't, you don't just be like, man, I'm going to have an Oreo. You don't because you came so far. I, they have a different, I'll tell you, the people that were really sick, Christy, yeah. they have a different way of looking at weight and keeping it off. Andrea is the same way. Andrea uh, avoids gluten like the plague. And one time Jade, Jade is my personal assistant. Also the event planner. And we had, we had, uh, miles had some friends over here and miles is not all code red and miles ordered some pizza and there was some pizza here. And I said, Jade, you can have a piece of pizza if you want. She's like, no way. I said, that would make me so sick. And I would have a stomach and she wouldn't touch it. She was just like, you know, like the rest of us are like, move out of the way, like move out of the way. Half of that pizza is mine. And, and so when you've been that severely sick, you are, you got your eye on the promised land. You're not going back to Pharaoh. Uh, like Amen. that, they remember that horrific going through chemotherapy injections and just terrible, terrible Humira drugs that, that were $1,200 an injection. It was just terrible. Yeah, they do. I agree with you hundred percent. It's definitely a different perspective, but for those of you that are struggling today, that are still wanting to kind of go back to Pharaoh, you know, ask yourself, is it my time? Is it my time? It's not really about motivation, guys. It's not really. People are like, help motivate me. If I have to help motivate you, you're not ready. You're not sick of Pharaoh. Because I can guarantee you that when when 
Andrea stopped having intestinal problems when she started eating code red. She didn't need to be motivated. Mm-mm. When Kristen stopped having pain 24 seven, she didn't need to be motivated. So it, you have to look at your Pharaoh and you have to look at your mountain and you have to decide, you have to draw your line in the sand and say, I'm never going to cross it again. It just has to be that moment for you. And it may not be your time, but if it is your time, we are here to help you. Let me tell you. Yeah. Being fat's got to hurt bad enough. And, mm-hmm. and until it does, you're just going to continue to go back to Pharaoh. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We love you guys. We would love to have you come on to our 10-pound takedown challenge. We have them every month. So if you missed last month's, just join the next one that's coming up. And a great way to lose 10 pounds in 30 days without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. A great way to get started and dip your toe into the lifestyle It is the proper human diet. So it's always funny when people say, Code Red's a fad diet. I'm like, what's fad about like animal protein and you know, like what's, what's fat about that water and sleep. It's kind of the way we were made to eat as humans, but that's okay. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. And Carrie, as always, thank you so much for being with me. Thanks. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle. If you're a code red rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free code red lifestyle on the go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode's show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.